Welcome back, welcome back to another Soul Driven episode. Oh, but hey, I'm not back fully yet. Not to worry though, not to worry. I'm going to be back next week with the October Akashic Forecast. And so, you know, I'm excited. I miss you all so much. Like, I miss being here. I miss talking. I miss sharing. I, but I have been absolutely just uh, inundated. You know, my all of work stuff is still going on. I'm still working with clients. I'm still building things out on the back end. I'm still working on stuff. I'm getting ready to move. Like the countdown is on. Um, this past Friday was two weeks to the day for my partner and I. And when this goes live, we're going to be at like a week and a half. So wish us the best of luck. Please send all your love. I think things are going to go really well and I'm excited, but it's just, it's been a lot. Um, this Mercury retrograde, it's interesting, you know, because as I chose to take a step back last month and also to clear off some things that were on my plate and really just sort of simplify in lieu of some health issues in addition to the move, if you didn't, if you're not familiar what's going on, you can check out my episode, um, gosh, what is it, 129, Bigger, Badder Decisions. <laughs> Bigger, Badder, Better, something like that. Not not Badder, that's, is that a word? I don't think that's a word. It is English though, so in English you can use any word you want, and it's a word. Um, <laughs> yeah, so 125 actually, a big move, an even bigger decision. Highly recommend checking it out if you haven't, if you want to know what's up, if you're nosy like me and you're like, okay, I want to be on the inside. Um, but suffice it to say, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful that I took that step back. And, and when this Mercury retrograde really like took effect on the, what was it? I think the 10th, um, I could be wrong, but I really felt in flow with the Mercury retrograde energy for the very first time. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there about Mercury retrogrades. And if you didn't listen to my other episode about Mercury retrograde, I was actually answering one of your questions. It's 128 about how to navigate Mercury retrogrades. Definitely be sure to check that one out. I negate the myths. I talk about what it really is. Suffice it to say that Mercury retrogrades are God's way, the universe's way of helping us to stay balanced in our life. You know, we're go, 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 doing, 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 always wanting to achieve. And that's great. You know, um, those are wonderful things, but it's really easy for us to get out of balance. And so these Mercury rate, Mercury retrograde periods are energetically put into place to slow things down to help us reevaluate what's going on in our life, reevaluate how things are going, reevaluate where our health is at, where our relationships are at, you know, all the important things so that when that energy kind of kicks back into gear and starts moving forward again, hopefully we're going to be on a much more level plane, if you will. And for me, this is really the first one where I felt like when the Mercury retrograde, like again, when it went fully, retrograde on the 10th, I was like, Ooh, this feels good. <laughs> this feels supportive because usually I'm on the other end. I'm trying to push. And of course, that's why I got myself to the place where I am at now. 
And, you know, it's, it's so wild to people because they've reached out, you know, so sorry to hear that I was in the midst of such burnout and my health and all of these things. And, you know, I, I so appreciate your condolences and your thoughts really very do. But like at the same time, I was having so much fun. <laughs> and that's why I got myself in so much trouble. I was like, I was having so much fun and enjoying so much. So I wasn't paying attention to home base my body, myself, my foundation. And I'm really thankful because I've been getting sleep and even better, I've like been getting sleep and waking up rested, which is, you know, just really hasn't been happening since prior to May of this year. And my body was really starting to suffer in a lot of ways. I've gone to the doctor, I've gotten all the tests done. Everything is great. I'm in excellent health but my energetics were all out of whack. You know, my adrenals were just overworked. My nervous system was exhausted. And I know I'm not the only one, you know, as I've mentioned before, over the last couple of podcasts, like we're coming out of a pandemic. The world is like a train wreck right now. And we're just trying to keep trucking along. And if you've got a family and if you've got a lot of things on your plate, it's really, really easy to get caught up in all of that. So sending you much love. I really hope that you are taking advantage of this, this retrograde time. Cause it's not just Mercury. We got like six other planets retrograde. Um, if you count Chiron, but, um, so that energy of slowing down is huge. And let me tell you that is specifically because the back end of this year is going to be intense and heading into 2023, it's a chariot year. It's uh it's a takeoff year. It's a it's yeah. There's going to be a lot. And I don't say that to scare you by any means, just to let you know that now is the time. Now is the time. Empower yourself so that you aren't trying to play catch up so that you don't hurt your health in some way. You know, I'm really fortunate in that even though I was so burnt out, I did stop. And I did say okay. I'm taking the thing off my plate that takes up the most time, i.e. this podcast. Even though I love it, even though it was like numbers were doing great, it was growing so well, I said, no, I've got to put my health first. And I'm so thankful because when I come back, buddy, that energy is going to be on point. (laughs) So sending you so much love for this time, this period, with all that you've got going on, big hugs. Please, please, please take care of yourself. And yeah, so much I could say here, but I'll close it down now. Before we jump into today's shared episode, which again, the episodes I've been sharing are interviews that I've gotten to do on other fantastic podcasts. Be sure to check out the host of them, see what else they're doing. It could also enrich your life. You know, there's enough for all of us, so I have no problem encouraging you to look at what else is around there, right? (laughs) I can't give you all the things, you know what I'm saying? Um, But just a couple of reminders, if you are needing additional support, highly, highly recommend picking up the September Akashic Toolkit, seven bucks. You're going to get some great journaling prompts, a beautiful Akashic activation that's just really going to help recenter you, just get things back into alignment. 
Um, I've been getting great feedback on this one and it's just, this is the month to do this sort of thing for sure. I mean, in the midst of Mercury retrograde, if you are having a difficult time slowing down, especially get the Akashic toolkit. Okay. Um, the second thing is if you have not worked with me yet, if you have not had an Akashic soul reading with me yet, now is a great time. You can use the code new beginning and receive 10% off. So I only offer these uh, discounts at varying times for different amounts of time. Just whenever the guides say, do this, do that, I follow. So it's a great time. If you are feeling lost, if you do need direction, you know, life purpose, relationships, um, empowerment, work, like whatever, family, family has been a big theme lately with my clients and anyway you could take advantage of that um but that's pretty much it so today's podcast is called the new earth visionaries and amanda who is the host is someone who i've gotten to know over the past several months she's fantastic and we sat down to specifically talk about the akashic records she had not introduced the records yet to her audience and so this is a great episode if you just want to learn about the akashic records if you want to understand what they are how they can benefit you what they can serve what they can do in your life um, the akashic records as you may or may not know have completely completely transformed my life in the most beautiful of ways and i'm so thankful for it and this is just a great sort of baseline interview that really gives you some some good knowledge about what that is in a, a nice succinct amount of time uh, we talk about <laughs> little things like um, working on you know animals things outside of just our human bodies and our human selves talk about like you know, how I learned to read the Akashic records, what channeling is, um, what it's like when I'm channeling in the records, some really cool stuff. So if this is of interest to you, which I hope it is, be sure to check it out. Otherwise, definitely make sure to tune in next week for the October Akashic forecast. Highly recommend. I'm excited. I, I haven't channeled through the message yet. That's actually on my to-do list for tomorrow. So, um, yeah, I'm honestly like my body just got all these chills because I'm like, ooh, August or <laughs> October. <laughs> I will be in a completely new place, y'all, when October starts. That's just crazy to me. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. Sending you so much love. Enjoy this episode and I will see you next week. Welcome to the New Earth Visionaries podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Monier. This is a podcast with an anchored intention to guide you into integration of inner wholeness and embodiment of your soul's divine essence. We are the ones ushering in new paradigms to this planet. Enjoy raw conversations coated with massive cellular activations. I chat with a wide variety of beautiful souls, truth seekers, and warriors. We share experiences in coming home to the truth of who we are, creation of this new paradigm, and anything and everything in between. You can call back all parts of you and embody the essence of your soul as a unique expression of God, source, universe, whatever you wanna call it. Hierarchy is no more. It is about love, community, truth, and authenticity, 
I welcome you into this community and can't wait for this episode. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the New Earth Visionaries podcast. This is Amanda Momier, and I'm super excited to have Anna Hendricks with me today. She does Akashic Records readings, and she's just absolutely amazing. She's become a personal friend, and we have other things we're working on together. So I'm really, really excited for you to meet her and to learn more about her work and how she supports people. I'll give a little bit of a bio, and then we're just going to dive right in believes that when we invest in ourselves, the world benefits. Couldn't agree more. She is a divine luminary whose work as an intuitive channel, teacher, spiritual guide, and podcaster dedicates herself to reintroducing the world to its spirituality through the Akashic Records, spiritual guidance coaching, workshops, courses, and those workshops and courses are designed to empower individuals to take the reins and transform their lives. Anna is also the host of the Soul Driven Podcast. I have been on her podcast. So if you like our conversation and you want more of us, definitely check out that podcast or just check it out in general. But the Soul Driven Podcast is a weekly podcast that explores the intersection of living a soulful and spiritual life in a driven, ambitious world. So join her for practical guidance in the podcast, truthful discussions and interviews with people who are successfully living a soul-driven life. Anna, welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you with me today. Thanks so much for having me, Amanda. It's fun to, to switch it up. Now I'm on this side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. I can't wait to dive into our conversation around the Akashic Records because I feel like there are going to be some people here that this might be new to and they're like, what, what even is that? So we'll dive into that in a moment. But before we get started with that, I would love for you to just share a bit about yourself. Anything as personal, deep as you want to go, maybe what got you into this work and we'll just start there. Yeah, absolutely. So I often share that I was born into this lifetime knowing God, having a relationship with God. And that's always been just a, a reigning theme in my life. I've always been a very spiritual person. However, I was raised in a Christian home and grew up calling myself Christian, being aligned with Christianity. I loved my Bible. I toted it around, was so proud of it. I loved the stories in it. I, I really enjoyed it. But I also really enjoyed learning about other religions and just growing and expanding in different ways. God for me was always something that was so much greater than what I found in church. And of course, there was so much in the church I didn't agree with. Yet at the same time, I couldn't ever, the question of God or who God was for me was very simple. And that is simply that God is love. <laughs> Whether that's goddess, creator, universe, source, whatever someone wants to call it, as long as it's founded in love, then that's how I view God as well. I spent a large portion of my life seeking and searching. I was always looking for the magic. I didn't know what that was. And it was a long, it was a long process for me. I was searching for my purpose. I was searching for something that would fulfill me, that would really utilize the skills and talents that I had brought into this lifetime with. But I was entrenched in, I guess, like the 3D things and was looking at, I would have never imagined that I'd be doing what I'm doing now. And about the, let's see, back in 2018, I was closing down a second business that I'd owned. I had also owned a marketing agency for over a decade, but was shutting down a business. And this business was 
my first entryway into finding my purpose, my work. And that was beyond heartbreaking for me. It just ripped me open. And at the same time, I decided to join some friends and do a 90-day no drinking challenge. And drinking for me wasn't an alcoholic, but I definitely had an unhealthy relationship with alcohol at that point in time. And 90 days turned into a year. And what happened between that heartbreak and getting sober was just really like the doors were ripped off of my own spiritual growth. And I call it my metaphysical awakening. This happened in 2019. And things shifted for me unbelievably quick. I went literally from like December 2018 being like, no, I would not ever pick up tarot cards to having my own deck like the first couple of months into 2019. Things shifted really quickly. And in the midst of this, I found the Akashic Records. And I joke that it was like a Hollywood moment where like time stood still and I felt like I'd found. But that's really how it was for me. It's really just been this evolution ever since then. When I came to the Akashic Records, I thought you had to be something special, have special gifts to do it. I thought it was far outside of me. And my, my main focus with the records was simply just to learn and grow and heal myself. But my guides and my life plan had so much more uh, packed in for me. So that's where I find myself today, a couple years later, teaching, working with people in a variety of different ways, doing courses, workshops, just, and of course my podcast. So that kind of sums it up. <laughs> I love that. I love that story. I can relate to a lot of parts of that. And I was raised in a Christian home as well. And I knew that there was like something bigger. I knew that there was God, the, the word we use to describe God, which I feel like it can't like one word can't explain the vastness of what God really is. And I absolutely agree with you that that there is like this component of God being just love and just this boundless energy. And uh, even related to got, going through high school, I even went to Christian school and I was like, there's just something missing here. There's some, <laughs> something missing. There's something that like I'm not being told. I felt that way. There was a little girl and I was like, I'm going to. I'm going to experience whatever this is. And then you shared with the tarot cards and, and all of that. And I just, I feel like we have these moments where we're just like, okay, it's starting to make sense. It doesn't make sense until it makes sense. And it's all building, like all building on top of one another. And there's like the components of that surrender trust as well as then taking the action. So I'm excited to get a bit more into the work you do because I've, I personally had a session with you and it was absolutely amazing and I resonated with all of it. So I would love to chat about first, what are the Akashic Records? Because I feel like that there are probably some people who maybe haven't heard of what the Akashic Records are at this point, but can you give a bit about that for listeners and just kind of break that down for us, please? Absolutely. Yeah, it's always people are like, Akash, what? Like, <laughs> and I completely understand when I first came across it too, and I looked into what it was, like the description, I was just like, yeah, okay. It completely went over my head. Because again, I had no context for it at that point in time. I was the CEO of a marketing agency, and that's where my head was at. 
So the easiest way to understand the Akashic Records is to understand that every thought, feeling, emotion, action that you've ever taken in this lifetime or any lifetime, past, present, future is all located within the Akashic Records. And when we access the Akashic Records, we can access that information. But taking a step back from that, I'm sure the folks on, on your podcast, your listeners understand that everything is energy, Right. So the wall is energy, floor is energy, I'm energy. We're all just vibrating at different frequencies of that energy. And the Akashic Records are located all around us, but in a very high frequency, actually in a different dimension. And so when we access the Akashic Records, we're actually accessing a different dimension. We are taking our energy up into a very high vibration. And within that vibration, that frequency, is where we're able to communicate with that energy, which is really the way that I look at it is just being able to communicate with energy at a different frequency. And you can access everything there. It's pretty wild. Everything, because everything is energy, there is an Akashic record for everything. Us as humans, our pets, our houses, our towns, cities, like maybe a a ring that your grandmother left for you. Like there's an Akashic record for everything. And so you can access it, learn about it and utilize it in whatever way that, that you want to. Oh my gosh. So cool. I love everything about this and hearing a bit more about you describe it just gives it a bigger picture. So what was your process in learning how to read someone's Akashic record? And that's like, I'm like, I feel like I need to have a session for my dog. Like, we need to read his record. <laughs> <laughs> He's the sweetest boy on the planet, but he does some really weird things. And I'm like, there's like information, the Akashics around like behaviors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doing Akashic readings for animals is always interesting. I've honestly only done a couple, but yeah, they're, they're fantastic. So my process, like when I first started learning, I... I actually, it was, it was one of those things when it popped up and I was like, this is amazing, but like, whatever, because again, I had no context for it. It just wouldn't go away. It was popping up left and right all over creation. And then actually one day there was like an ad that popped up on Facebook of all places for Linda Howe's How to Read the Akashic Records book. And I was just like, okay, fine. I'll check it out. I'll read it. And it arrived on a Saturday morning, and by that afternoon, I had read three-fourths of it. And then that Monday when my partner went to work, I went into the records for the first time. And that was just like a totally wild experience for me. I saw things. I heard things. I felt like I was thrown in a bit of a washing machine. It was The energy was so intense that like it hurt my stomach. Um, I didn't fully understand what was going on. And so very quickly after I booked a session with an Akashic reader because I wanted to experience it from the other end. And it's just my learning process, I like seeing things in action. And it was really interesting because I learned from her that I've been reading the records for lifetimes and that the Akashic records were going to play a huge role in this lifetime. Um, but it was just a beautiful experience. And from that point, I decided that I wanted to really learn. And so I dove in and I took a beginner course and I did an advanced course. For me, I like having a teacher that I can bug and ask a million questions. I wanted a community because I didn't have anyone that I could talk to about the Akashic Records with. And 
And that really was it for me in regards to like my process with learning. And outside of that, it's just been like a continuous practice of learning, 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 trying. When I first when I first started learning, I had zero intention of reading for other people. I didn't even read the part in the book that taught you how to read for others. <laughs> I wasn't interested in that. But that was just how it evolved for me. So I access the Akashic Records through a sacred prayer. And there are a number of different ways that you can access the Akashic Records. Some folks use pendulums. Other people use meditations. I highly, highly recommend. And I always teach my students to start with the Pathway Prayer by Linda Howe. You can find it online. Utilizing a Pathway Prayer just really lays down the sound codes for you that will help and enable you to step into that dimension and to work with the Akashic Records, but it provides a very safe place to go. Protection is built into the prayer, all of the little components that you really need, especially if you are someone who hasn't been working with energy and who isn't very familiar with the spiritual world, because let's face it, we need to be discerning, we need to be responsible with ourselves. And and when I see meditations and those kinds of things out there, like, honestly, they, they make me really nervous because unless you really understand what the energy of the Akashic Records are and you have that ability to know where you're at and know who you're working with, you can really get messed up. So it's important to be discerning about that. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I feel like just anytime we're working with with energy and, and intention so powerful and really anchoring in what the intentions are and creating that sacred space and that protection and strengthening our field is just so important. And knowing what you're connecting to as well, because there's a component of channeling that I know you do when you're in the Akashic Records. So I'd love to kind of get a bit into that a couple like kind of questions around maybe we could just even start with what is channeling when you're in the record and then I guess the second part would be who are you channeling like when you are connecting into the record like for someone specific like let's say I come to you and I want the thing I want to read for my dog and I want to go to my dog's Akashic records like what did that look like and we can just whatever kind of part you want to answer if you forget the question because I just threw two questions <laughs> you can start with one and then I'll, I'll refresh it but I feel like this is also really very interesting. Channeling is such an interesting topic. Absolutely. The thing is, is that when we are communicating with the Akashic Records or any energy in general, we are all communicating in different ways. We have different gifts, different things pop up for us in different ways. I'm sure that your audience has heard about the Claire's seeing, feeling, knowing, touching and and so we receive messages in different ways and one of the huge components to working with the akashic records is really starting to understand how you receive communication from the akashic records and that enables you to start really strengthening even further those muscles that are in place we all have capacity to utilize all of our gifts it's just that there's going to be some that are much stronger for us right off the bat than others so channeling for me, like when I first started going into the Akashic Records, I was seeing a lot of different things and experiencing things that way. But I'm this like very funny person in that I'll like point to the oven and be like, shut the microwave. Like <laughs> I always get my words mixed up. And that sort of translation between what I was seeing and what I was speaking was 
not always on point. But several months into my learning, I actually did a a meditation from someone else that really helped you to discern what your gifts were. And it came through very clearly that my strongest gift was hearing, so clear audience. But, you know, and I was just like, what? This doesn't make sense to me. And I ended up going like right into the Akashic Records to ask about it and get more information. And still to this day, it was like one of the most beautiful sessions, like personal sessions that I've had with the records because it just really showed me like I have been hearing my entire life. I am so sensitive to sound. I am really sensitive to music. I am, and I have literally just always had this constant stream of information flowing straight through my crown chakra, and I didn't even realize it. Um, and so it's been so natural for me that I, I just wasn't even familiar. And I always see that with my students. It's that one that they're like, what? I didn't even realize that. And so at that point in time, and they, they also showed me, they were like, we wanted you to have confidence in yourself. So we were primarily coming through with visuals. The, the spiritual world will always work with us where we're at in the midst of our growth. So when I channel, when I experience the Akashic Records, it's really interesting because it's different for every single person. I'm working with their energy. So sometimes I'm seeing a lot more. Sometimes I'm hearing a lot more. But my channeling is very much like just almost like an incoherent yet still attached, like just steady stream of information that is coming out of my mouth. Sometimes I see the words, sometimes I don't. But the way that I experience the Akashic Records is very multidimensional now. So I'm hearing, seeing, feeling, knowing all at the same time. Liken it to like standing in front of like a file cabinet, right? So at the beginning, it was just like I was pulling out one drawer from that file cabinet. And now when I go into the records, there's three or four and they're all being opened at the same time. And it's a very multi-sensory experience for me. When I go into the Akashic Records for myself or for my clients, I am working with their master's teacher's loved ones. So whomever it is that wants to really step forward and be there I rarely see like my guides in the records when I'm going in for myself. And that is by design because they don't want us to become too dependent on our guides in the Akashic records. Like when I first started going to the records, Jesus is one of my main guides in this lifetime. And I would see Jesus like in the background and like bebop in. But Jesus was never the one sharing information with me. And that's because in the Akashic Records, you're going to get like the most objective information possible. I really just love the information that comes through the records because it really gets down to that like soul depth, that the very root of what it is that's going on. So oftentimes when I ask a question, they, they channel through a much longer answer because they're giving a lot of context to what's going on because their ultimate goal is to really empower us to provide us the information so that we then can make a decision about what we want to do about our career or relationship or whatever the case may be, and then move forward from there. But if I was to go into the records for your dog, it would be your dog's (laughs) master's teacher to loved ones, whomever they may be. (laughs) Could be a past lifetime. (laughs) I want to know. I feel like one of his guys is probably like a squirrel or something. I personally, like, I rarely see other people's guides even 
sometimes I do. Like sometimes if someone asks who their spirit guides are, that's very different. I definitely see those guides. But, and I've known, I've known, I think maybe one other reader who sometimes sees and maybe had one student or something, but like primarily they're, they're not going to show us who they are again, simply so that that objectivity is really honored. And that's, it's, it's, that's why the information that comes through the Akashic Records is such a high level of information. Yeah, that sounds yeah, amazing. I'm curious if you have any experiences, and obviously maybe it'll be one of yours for confidentiality reasons for clients, but do you have any experiences that were like just really profound being in the records where you experienced like some really, really massive downloads or even something that just felt like, oh my gosh, no, this makes total sense. And that you could share with listeners to give a bit of maybe what that would look like, what would be potentially something that would come through. And obviously it's, I'm sure it's so different from client to client. And that's the <laughs> thing about this work is sometimes you see things and you're like, that doesn't make sense. So I definitely need to tell the client this because this is really wild <laughs> and sometimes it's like something it's for them you'll see something that is you'll see like a green frog and they're like oh my grandpa loved frog I don't know you know what I'm saying it's just like the messages that come through yeah honestly there's there's just so many every session it's like the probably why I loved marketing so much is like you could never know it all and it's always different and same thing with with reading the Akashic Records Towards the very beginning of when I started reading for folks, one of, it was such a profound reading. She, she had been struggling with a relationship for like 30 years of her life. It was with her ex-husband. She just, it was something that she'd never been able to move past. She didn't understand their connection or what it was, but it, it grieved her so much. It was one of these like weights that she was carrying around and she just couldn't move on. Um, they have a child together and it was just a really big, she's a, she was a Reiki master. And so she really spent a lot of time trying to work on this on her own. But when we sat down for the session, what really came through was a full understanding of this relationship an understanding of all of their past lives together, an understanding of the roles that they were playing in this current life. And one of the reasons that they had split was simply so that she could actually step into this huge position that she's in as this Reiki master, healer, teacher, all of this in her lifetime. And he, in essence, had almost given up his life in order for her to do this. So he was someone who was very lost, who was mentally not all with it who wasn't very happy with his life. And she was really concerned about why this had occurred. But in essence, like in this lifetime, he had really chosen to step back for her so that she could step forward. Um, and then I was shown like how they would be coming back together in the future, like in their future lifetimes as well. And it was like one, like she was just completely blown away. It, it was a huge healing for her in that respect. In regards to she was able to let it go and was so just grateful to understand what was going on and, and the roles that they were playing. Of course, there's a lot more details than that, but that was one of the first really huge sessions that stood out to me because, again, this was something that she had been plaguing her for like 30 years and she herself 
was very akin to the type of work that both you and I do. That was huge. There's just, there's been a number of different things. I've worked with people in regards to understanding the most difficult relationships in their life, really understanding their family dynamics, understanding why it is that they end up in the relationships that they are. Relationships are such a huge topic because we learn from each other so much. I've, I've had folks come in. I, I've done some, I did a massive, massive session with a, a client who had gone through a just horrific, horrifically weird and scary situation with a guy that ended up being, I mean, he pretty much had come in and taken over her energetic field. And she's a hypnotherapist and just placed this sort of dark, dark, really just prison around her. She wasn't able to fully feel her light. She wasn't able to really move. And this had been something she'd been dealing with for a year since this person had actually tried to drug her <laughs> and take her off. And fortunately, the police stopped them and it just a whole thing. But she hadn't been able to fully connect with her spirituality since this had happened. Just a number of, of different things just kind of all across the board. Wow. That's massive. And that, with some of the personal things that are happening in my life, that really hits home for me. And I feel like that is definitely going to reach several listeners. So thank you for sharing that story. I feel like that's relationships are definitely are one of the biggest, if not biggest teachers and such a divine mirror to what's going on. And it's just having those deeper understandings. Sometimes it don't quite fully make sense until they make sense. But so as we slowly bring this to a close. I know you have a lot of evolution going on with your work right now. And I would love for you to share what that looks like and what has been bubbling up for you and what you're bringing in with your readings and everything that you're doing right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like I shared just a moment ago, healing sessions, processes, uh, protocols, I don't even know what to fully call them yet, have, have always creeped up in my work here and there whenever I was guided to do. But over the past couple of months, they started streaming in with basically every client that I was working with. And after about the first month, I was just like, okay, what is going on? I'm also certified in Holy Fire Reiki. And one of my gifts once I was attuned is that I'm able to see like the meridian lines in a body. And I'm able to see where things are stuck and where things are misplaced. And this started sort of like combined when I was in the Akashic Records with these healing processes that I was being guided through. And this has just evolved into me launching my Akashic Restoration sessions. And these sessions are more focused on looking at one specific thing that's going on within a client, really gaining a lot of understanding and knowledge around it, what purpose it's serving, those sorts of things before we dive into the healing component, the restorative component of the session. And it looks different for every client. It's, it's a mix of working with the Akashic Records, higher self, guides, Holy Fire Reiki, Pendulum Alchemy, just a number of different things. Again, just whatever it is that I'm guided to do. 
And it's really cool. It's been really exciting to just see how people are benefiting and the outcomes and what's been happening. And again, I'm just following what I am being led to do. And it's an exciting evolution in my work. And I can't wait to see where it's going to take me next. Oh my gosh, so great. I can attest to how amazing your sessions are. So if this is pinging for any of you, I highly recommend booking a reading with Anna and that information will all be in the show notes. Where can people find you in addition to, I'm sure I can get the link from you to put in the show notes for people who want to book a session, but is there anywhere else you'd like to direct people to if they want to connect with you? AnnaHendricks.com, A-H-N-A-H-E-N-D-R-I-X has everything in one place. I am on Facebook, Instagram at Anna Hendricks. You can find my podcast, Soul Driven Podcast. I share monthly Akashic forecasts. I do monthly Akashic toolkits as well. A super affordable download that includes activations, a number of different things every month just to offer support. It's a great way to just get a little taste of my work. I do, of course, my sessions and there are workshops and courses just <laughs> coming out as, as soon as I have more time and energy and, and all the things. But yeah, my website is The Hub, so you can find everything there. Awesome. I will pop all that information in the show notes. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on the Akashics. This has been amazing conversation. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and thank you everyone for listening. We will chat with you on the next episode. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, the doors to the Embodied Essence community are always open. I have the details dropped in the show notes. And remember that you always know what's best for you. And the journey is not an external one. So much as that is about coming home to yourself first. Everything you ever needed was inside. So much love to you. And I cannot wait to be with you on the next episode. Have a beautiful day.